Here's right. Get it right. And you're, and you're hanging, hanging with, with the, the bad, bad guys. guys. Heels, pump the chair shot. shot. Get it. Welcome back, Russell Nerds. Victor Villain here. Let's see who making their way to the ring. Miss Pretty. You heard? <laughs> Pretty chubby flaco. Dímelo, mi gente. This is what happens when we don't practice. Old school. I'm <laughs> <laughs> very apropos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. We thank you for joining us. We hope you are blessed and safe in your nice, happy homes. And thank you again for subscribing because we know you did that. I think that's a familiar face we see over there. Isn't that our big brother, Foul? Foul original? Oh, shit. Yo. Oh, shit. Yo. How the fuck did I get in here? Hey. <laughs> are you lost? You left the back door open. Yeah, man, I took Whoa. the wrong turn and turning at Albuquerque, Whoa. and I just turned up here. Right. Albuquerque. <laughs> Welcome to the East Coast. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. How you doing, brother? How you been, man? I'm doing real well, man. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. I haven't been here for a very, very long time. You guys just fucking showing me up with your production values now, and I'm here. There's no, no fake screen anymore. Um, now I'm really, really happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me this evening, guys. Like it's awesome. This motherfucker said that the day we fucked up all the production. <laughs> I was trying to put you over. What the shit is this? We started on time. We did everything perfect. No fuck ups at all. Audio pristine. Yeah, everything. Went just Brandy Rhodes, right? It's pristine. Oh, I think we're gonna get into that. But wait, wait. First of all, first things first. You too, sir, have been a little bit MIA as of late. The fans haven't been seeing our quote unquote champion uh for the past couple weeks. Uh congratulations, my brother. And and if you don't know already. Uh, what we're talking about, mischief has been blessed and brought a new, another new little person to the world. Talk to him a minute, yeah, mischief. Yeah, I got a daughter. Son. I'm gonna open this up real quick. This is crazy. Congratulations, dude. Oh, it is. I'm happy to be back, though. I'm just sleeping that baby. Let's get it. Ooh, Team Dad, baby. Ooh, ricochet. Ah, oldie but a goodie, right? Right. <laughs> but I'm back. Better never know. Let's go. That's right, baby. We got a lot of business to take care of, and it has to be some business to you coming, you coming back, but let's get into it. We have a new buyer, gentlemen, for that. You remember that league, that XFL league that, remember, that we wasn't going to do no more, we're not going to play no more? You don't get a jugar, no, I'm not going to play. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has purchased the XFL, gentlemen. What does that mean? Foul, talk to us. God damn. I mean, I know getting stuck, like, XFL was stuck between a rock and a hard place, but I guess it picked its direction. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it picked the rock. We always pick the rock. Always pick the rock. Now, you know what? Yeah, this is some, this is just the rock, yeah, taking over the world thing by thing. He's taken Hollywood. I saw a tweet the other day, like, he's taken Hollywood. He's taken wrestling. He's taken production, film production. Now he's doing football. Yo, I'm. 
I'm down for this and full circle because The Rock was on that first episode of the XFL and it's like like just thinking about that like he was there from the beginning um, and you know during the original days during the those days but um, but yeah no, I'm really excited I think it's a very interesting purchase but The Rock wouldn't do it unless there was like he saw some potential and saw some money there Bro, I thought I, I thought he just got lost on the sets of ballers but I mean apparently not <laughs> He's it's be. a thing. He's doing it. Yeah, he could be method acting. Maybe, maybe he's gonna be like Howard Hughes or some shit, and he's a method acting right now. He's like, I'm just gonna buy everything, and like, I'm gonna own the world. <laughs> There's gotta be millions of dollars in that investment, bro. Like, football is football, and America just wants more of it. And the XFL was actually pretty fucking good this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah? You, you, you know what I think I it is? It. It's gonna be a oh, good rebranding. So Oh, I want to see some cool ass Under Armour fucking merch and 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 and, and no, logos and all that shit. Official sponsor of the XFL. Now. Yeah, word, mm. word. That's this got to be a come up. Level up, guys. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, yeah. speaking of leveling up, let's level down, like all the way down. Let's hit rock the fuck bottom. Speaking of the rock, uh, let's talk about Marty Jannetty. I the old man. <laughs> Which all the way at rock bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah. What y'all mad at this week, Benji? Um, <laughs> I don't understand how you could rock bottom yourself. He rock bottom himself. Nobody was even asking him no question about no blowjob he got from the back of some fucking place. Nobody asked him. Nobody. Like. He just, just like, hey, you want to hear a fucking crazy story? No. What? Shut the fuck up, you psycho. What is what is that? Now an investigation has been opened. Like, but but they said it's not gonna be anything hands-on. So they literally said, all right, all right, I'm gonna give him a chance. Like, we're gonna look into it. We'll get to it. And then people shoot. really die. Uh no, he shot. Oh no, he hit him with a brick, right? <laughs> Some bricks several times, Break over and over again. Like you know, the worst. If you read, if you read the account afterwards, you know when he's like reiterating what happened, and like people are like, his friends said, "Don't speak to anyone." TMZ are coming to his door, and he's like, "Nah, nah, nah." So instead of speaking to anyone, he just goes back to Facebook and goes, "And actually, so you all know, yeah, I didn't just kill him. And there was a brick there and stuff, and like that's what I used. But I didn't just do it once. As I felt the life come out, like it's a really graphic account of what happened. Like it's a witness testimony. But shit, man, like, like I've been Yo. saying to a few people." My yeah, he's got some shit going on, man. Like oh, he he has been for a long time, um, and he you can tell that he's gonna be probably one of the next tragic stories, which is really sad. Like because Dark Side of the Ring season three, we need something. Let's let's get to it. And you can record after, now. So <laughs> after the barbershop window, through the looking. Bunch of through the cutting glass or something like no, that. Like, mm, it's a little bit off the top. There's nothing but wild mm. stories out there. And speaking of wild stories, there's some wild stories going on about one carrying cross. Talk to your boy, pretty chubby Flacco. Hugo Sabinovich um, has video. claimed that carrying cross was actually a hitman for the mafia back in the day. What's up, what's up with that? I mean, is this kayfabe? 
don't is know. This, is, talk about staying in character, huh? It's just these these suspect ass guys with their name Hugo. I can't really put you know trust into you know. Fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> Fuck them. You sure do. <laughs> you pretty chubby. <laughs> Bro, uh, Hugo's been known to like work people. Like he works people. So yeah, yeah. he's like work. the National Enquirer of wrestling news. He's like he's gonna stay at the office. He's gonna at the office, guys. He's, he he was also it's it's just because he was Killer Cross. Didn't didn't Hugo announce? Didn't he report that Vince McMahon was trying to sell WWE to Saudi Arabia? Oh, something like that. Yeah. I thought he did though. I thought I thought he did. I no, no, it was guys on the plane or collateral. Just, yeah, wasn't wasn't that what that was? <laughs> they were sold, not their intellectual property. Oh, yeah. aha! <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> exactly that. Kyle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kyle. Shout out to Kyle, guys. Um, I want to get into this. I saw this oh. about glad <laughs> glad that you're here because. Give me your insight, man. Lance Storm has been talking up a storm. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. No. Nah, you meant that shit, bitch. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, no, the pun is coming later. He has a beef of intergender matches. Um, to his point, he's basically here's the short of it. Um, he's think, he, he thinks that women wrestlers are being forced to um to participate in these matches while they're uncomfortable. How do you feel about that? So I saw the tweet he put out, uh, and I've seen like the stuff from Kylie Ray and like a few other um, female, like Jordan Grace, and people that fight men like an intergender basis. And I've seen fucking Cornet. So like, what's really interesting about all of this is that he's kind of said that he has no issue with intergender wrestling. But what, as you said, he's been speaking about. There's been certain times when like women that have just come out of like training and so they're fresh on the scene just like would have been with guys have been put up against guys that they don't know and they've had these matches in like indie feds and stuff and those matches have led to injuries or obviously we don't know if anything else has happened but either way that's what he's not comfortable with i kind of am with him on that but at the same time i'm not like because how do you learn like the only way you're gonna learn is if you go on the like if you go and make your own path. It's gonna be harder for a woman, but if you're gonna say you can't have these matches, you automatically like look at what's happening. Obviously, this will be told later on, but look what's happening with the AEW women's division. If they were allowed to fight the dudes, if we got to saw like uh, got to see I don't know Lefisto go up against like like Jake Hager, yeah, that's a match right there. If we got to see like Nia Jax, not Nia Jax, I keep saying Nia Jax and I fucking hate it every time. It's because I'm thinking with the wrong. If we took Nala Rose, it's like it's a fucking yeah, the same, worst. Same, part shit, of it. The same shit, right? Uh, same one, shit. Of the, one of them can wrestle, one of them can't. So we're talking about Nala Rose, but Nala Rose, <laughs> Nala Rose, like if she fought, say, Jake Hager, that's a believable fight. Yeah, it's believable, and that's an interesting angle. You know, like, she just goes, oh, in a circle, be fucking with me. And then she just goes, well, I'm going to go fuck with you. I'm going to fuck with the biggest guy here. I'm going to go take you out. And that's a really interesting match. But how do you learn to have a match against someone else unless you have the match? I think that Landstorm brings a very interesting point, though. And, like, a lot of women have been 
especially recently, we found out they've been taken advantage of in more ways than we ever would have imagined. But if they're going to get get put up against some dickhead who isn't really even going to, and they're not going to get paid the same by the promoter anyway, you're basically paying them out there to put their bodies on the line for nothing. And people are going to shit on it afterwards anyway and then tell them they can't wrestle, man. Like, but yeah, it's Lance Storm being Storm. I like Storm. I think that he brings some really, really interesting points a lot of the time. And he's like, he's a straight shooter. Like, there's no bullshit with him. He's just straight up. He's like, this is what I think. And fuck you. And in that tweet, he made a spelling error. That's how serious he was. (laughs) (laughs) The big takeaway. One One of the tweets... Of, of a fan was if I can be serious for a moment, and then he went on to to uh, bash a uh, storm. Um, but, was, but hold on, but there's there's something to what he's saying though. Like there is a pressure to perform, and if a promoter has all the power, then they can pressure women to perform. Like I'm sure there are some women who don't feel comfortable. Like for every Jordan Grace, there's got to be a, another woman that's not comfortable wrestling. Men. Right, right, right. right. I think it's more of a culture problem. I think it's more of an issue with the culture backstage and 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 how you know how how deep is it in their old ways and old habits, you know? But That's it, it can probably tr- gonna be it can turn around too. Like like Lafisa, she she came out recently when CZW uh slash WSU uh sold their library. A lot and of they, they well yeah. They they re edited everything so X. so it became yeah, yeah, exactly. So like there you had women on women and it it turned out much much worse. Mm-hmm. I feel like, that. You know you know what it is though. I think that people are looking at it like in a kind of and it's really weird. It's kind of like protect the women. Like it's been done in almost a way like it's really interesting like we've heard from a lot of women now saying we want to have these matches. Like Candice LeRae was having hardcore matches and you see the pictures of her like in a hardcore. I, I, I didn't even know about that until after she joined NXT and I was like, she did what? And it gave me like an extra respect for her. Sh- she shouldn't have had to do that to gain my like extra respect to me to go like she's a real wrestler. But I was like, she had hardcore matches as well. God damn. And she was like blatant and everything. And, I think it just adds an extra dimension to a lot of female wrestlers that really need it. Like, um, because otherwise they get pigeonholed really easily or they get told to release the pigeons on a regular basis. Either way, it's not good for their career. Yeah, I, I, I totally see Candice LeRae shitting on everybody in the division. You get thumbtack super kick to the face in the indies, you can do anything in my book. And, and I just feel like she, she's like, she fits that description totally. Um, I wanna, I wanna put Lance Storm here on the pin and let's place him over here, not throw him away just yet. Uh, we'll get back to that name, but um, there is more new news, if that makes sense. Uh, retribution? What does that mean to anybody, guys? Ooh. What is retribution all about? I don't know. They're like this chaotic group, right? That just does acts of anarchy, right? Just very much like Antifa, right? Uh, uh, oh. And... You don't say. But they're courteous enough to tell you when they're going to strike because they're coming back next Monday and they told you their name. And their name is Retribution. Oh. Aha! Aha! Oh, okay! So those cocktail drinks that they were drinking, was that Fireball? <laughs> <laughs> Were they chugging fireball shots? 
That's why they missed. That's why they missed the generator because they were fucking wrecked. You know what it was? It was that blue so drink from the, uh, from the uh, from our little tailgate. Oh, like that? You remember that? Not, not that, not that much, to be honest. Uh, no, no. That means I was good. That means I was good. <laughs> like I drank some and I woke up in my bed, so I don't. You woke up in your bed. Ah, you weren't drinking hard enough. Remember <laughs> shit about that WrestleMania. I I was freezing my balls off at that WrestleMania. I'll tell you that. I, I was, you know where I was not is stuck stuck in that rain after after. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was this? The one in Jersey. What what, yeah. what number? Thirty thirty four. Thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty five. No wait, it was thirty four. No. Thirty five was this. That's year. How good the drink was. Alexa, what what, what WrestleMania was that? I lost the whole year. <laughs> mania to mania. Here's something I found on the web. According to slideplayer.com, the Alto Sid ingot lubricant designed for storm drains. Alexa, shut the fuck up! Oh, yo, that happens to be all the time, yeah? I have to put my fucker on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, Gentlemen. who's your daddy? Gentlemen, Man, speaking of who's your daddy, let's go raw underground. Oh, let's go. Speaking of let's go. Remember, yo, this felt like. Remember when McDonald's went plant based? (laughs) (laughs) Me either. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) I loved it. Tell me about it, guys. Uh, Shout out to Blood Sport. Blood Sport. Blood Sport. I loved this shit, yeah. Shout out to Blood Sport. Yes. I I loved this shit. So, like, I don't normally, so obviously, I'm from the UK, yeah, and I mean from the UK, it means that I have to be up at stupid o'clock, like fucking four in the morning for stuff like this, but, it's probably, it's fine, but, like, for when I was watching Raw, yeah, when I was watching Raw, it starts at 1am, so it starts at 1am, then it finishes at, like, four-ish, so if I'm gonna watch Raw, that's, like, a pretty big commitment for me, and normally it's shit, so I'm like, normally I'll just watch it the next day, but this week, you know, best in the world coming back. I was very excited. Everyone was excited. He was wet with perspiration before I was even, you know, able to come on screen. <laughs> what like, is it about and, you Shane know, that brings people like I don't get it. Like, I gotta say, I gotta say about Shane, yeah. Like, one thing about underground, I feel like it's the best area for him. It's like a tropical jungle, so his sweat like feels like it's part of the like that aesthetic. That's the first thing I remember. I was like, you know what, he's done. Yeah, he's got all this shit. He's in a jungle because then he can this is. Think- Shane is the worst part of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. He's Shane so is the best part. Yeah. The oh, oh, yeah. no. oh, oh, this is going on. This is going on. Look at that. <laughs> so I loved it. Because it was this like, it was. Underground. Oh, okay. look at these girls. They're naked. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, I'm, I'm a married man, is, but then something. Like, He's like, it felt like it felt like Shane McMahon going around and explaining all of this to Vince. He's like, look, so they're fighting, and they're fighting. Look, sexy women. Oh, look, look, we're in underground. Like, this is all him explaining it to Vince because Vince would watch it later and go, I don't know what the fuck was going on. And he's like, it's listen the to the commentary. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> like, I this is all. Listen, I loved what it could be. I, I hated this this version of it, but I loved what it could be. 
I think that Shane is over the top, and I think he'll learn, right? Like, obviously, it's fucking patient zero, right? Like, this is the first one, so we'll see what happens. But, fuck, like, if it's any, if it even gets close to Bloodsport, like, that would be a fun third hour of Raw. But I think that's the thing. Like, you have to have people that know how to shoot in order for this to work. If it's just, like, two football players who have never had any type of uh, combat training outside of learning to, like, work a wrestling hold. It's going to be a rough yeah. sell. Yeah. Um, Dude, but, yeah. yo, they got they got their thatches. They got their riddles. They, these these matches can just Yeah, happen. but that's not what we saw in episode one. We saw a bunch of jobbers in episode yo, one. Yo, but you weren't going to get all the juice right. in episode one, dog. Like, like, yo, it looks like they found it. The... Eric killed it, yo. He fucking killed it out there. So they did. They the did. Viking. I'm just saying but Wait, he fought a job or somebody that nobody knew about and nobody expected to win. And every match was like that, that we saw. And it seems like you just found another portion of the show to put jobbers on. And I'm not already a fan of this UFC and WWE pro wrestling merger that's been fucking a brewing ever since Brock Lesnar's return. But, I mean, it, whatever. It's here and whatever. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. It, it, it can be. I feel like it can be something better because maybe we do get Matt Riddle's and Brock Lesnar's, uh, Lashley's, and Brock Lesnar's. You might you know, not still get... better than uh, Brawl for All, right? So, think about, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, <laughs> right. Think about that, <laughs> right? Like, we can get, like, these matches don't count for anything. They just fucking, like, get it out. Dana Brooke has already been out there, like, saying she wants a piece of it. Like, Liv Morgan. Let's get the ladies involved. Well, well, this, is, this is something we can build people on, like Sonya Deville, right? Legitimate MMA background. Put her in there. Have her tear people up. I like that. I think almost this could work the WWE's advantage and you could build the MMA cred without having to refer to UFC or anywhere else or Pride or anywhere right. and just say, did you see what they did in Underground? And those people that like the Jesmond Dukes of the world, like the Shayna Baszler's, because Baszler came back out and I'm thinking, all right, if you put Baszler in underground and got her to beat a bunch of jobbers for the next few weeks, that keeps all of that in its own little bubble. So you're not affecting whatever Vince bullshit is going on or whatever. Like, and you just keep right. that there. You build them up almost like an NXT inside Raw. And that's what I saw. It's like a whole other world. Like, they kind of camped it up a bit, you know, and there's that big dude standing at the door and that guy came with the coffees and he's like, oh, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> what that was. But That's the big ninja. That's the big ninja. I feel like that was for Vince. The dude with the shit his pants, if Vince was really watching. But like, you know, to keep for his humor. But it was really interesting and like, Obviously, I put like a, a video out because the first thing I thought of was Secrets of the Le Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, yeah, I, was, I saw that. I saw that. That was hilarious. Because <laughs> 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 I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, oh, this shit looks familiar. This shit looks really familiar. And so I put out like a picture version. No one cared. Reddit cared yeah, a little you bit. You nailed like, it with the, with the voiceover. That shit was hilarious. Uh, oh, mech, man. But like, I thought it was really interesting. And you know, you know what? The one thing, and I think you guys said it as well on Twitter as well, is fans ask for a change and you give them a change and then they yeah. shit over it. Yeah. And the Let's thing with this pace was is that's that's fucking preach right there because like we got something totally different like you know the way it was introduced the aesthetic we still got the kevin dunn like but like that's his, <laughs> that's his thing isn't it yeah like, you can't help but just chop through like everything but 
it was interesting and Shane looked a little bit weird, but it added to it. Like when the Hurt Business came out, he was like, it's fine, you the Hurt Business, we'll see you next week. And I was like, well, who the fuck are you doing this for? Like, because isn't this like an underground club? You don't need none of this shit. But, um, but it was interesting and it was different. Sure, I thought it was. I thought it oh, me I thought they were involved with retribution at one point, and that that was going to be some kind of tie. I like how they did all of that at the same time and keep us guessing, at least. So whoever yeah. was watching Raw was like on their toes, at least. Oh, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, as someone that was up from one o'clock till four fifteen to watch it at the time, yeah, <laughs> I was invested. I was live tweeting, and I properly was. Like normally, I'll get to like an hour in, or I'm like, oh fuck it, I know what the main event is. It's some bullshit. I'm gonna go to sleep. But I didn't know what was gonna happen all night. It was a really good overall episode. Of, like it was an entertaining three hours, and I've not been able to say that about Raw for a very, very long time. That's that's now, what, if, what if we get like. All right, so, like, to your point, we don't know what's going to happen in Underground. We never know what's happening on Underground, right? But then we get that occasional Matt Riddle, Thatcher fucking rebound, right? We get a Karrion Cross who's fucking who killed it at Bloodsport. Remember, Punk Cross called out Dave Batista. (laughs) Shit, he did, didn't he? Just throwing that in the air at Bloodsport. You know, that's a thing that can happen that has no weight on anything else in the world. Anything what if that underground is a different Marvel comic universe? Has what no if this is that's saying in it? Yes. So what if this and, is and how we get. We Shut up, bitch! <laughs> go, on, go ahead, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking shit stain. Jeez. <laughs> right, go ahead, y'all. I, I lost my point because you out here trying to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's bumping tonight, gentlemen? Talk to me a minute. We have. I'm gonna take this pin off of uh, Lance. Here we go now. with this fucking pin. And now we're gonna discuss here. Uh, what is the best storm or the greatest storm in wrestling? Is it Lance? Uh, Tony James? Texas tornado, Hurricane Helms, typhoon. Give me your favorite or your best storm in professional wrestling. What about the one that we just had a few days ago that took my power out for five Yo, hours? that sucks, man. <laughs> I, I, my power was good. I had the anti scratch. Well, yeah, only five hours. You, <laughs> you son of a bitches. Five hours. Go ahead, yo. What you got? I got yeah, you. Oh, I, I got one, yeah. So obviously, I would love to tell you all, but sorry about your damn luck, etc. It's James motherfucking Storm. Like, he is like one of my favorite cowboys of all time. Yeah, favorite straight cowboys of all time. No, he is. Like, I love that dude. I think that he's, I think that he's great. Uh, and like, even now, when I look back at some of his TNA stuff, um, it's amazing. Even now, though, like you watch him out there, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just like I'm, I'm earning that anthem money. He just goes out there, he's like, I'm fucking on that anthem money. I don't care. Like I love him. I think he's great. That's my oh, storm. Man. I, I just so unfortunate that that he's not doing much now because of that NWA shutdown, man. But yeah, hell yeah, one of the shooting the ish alum. Thank you very much, James Storms for participating. You can check that out in the archives. Uh, talk to me. Pretty chubby, who you got? I got a uh, Tony Storm. Oh, uh, I, I like, I like uh, certain assets that she brings to the table. You know, sure, sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Shout out to Juice I, Robinson, I so. by the way. He might know. Shout out to the Juice. From one oh. juice to another. Yes. <laughs> you want to taste this juice just to see what I, right, yo, go ahead. Yo. <laughs> Man, old school. So good Gosh. Well, you know what? If I can be serious for a moment. Oh, you piece of crap. I, I will go with Lance. Just a all around great worker and and, and like Fowl said, he's a he's a straight shooter. Do me a favor and can you tell me where he's a graduate from? I keep forgetting. Uh well he was a graduate of the dungeon. So not really he was a graduate of the Hearts Brother Academy, which was supposedly you, a part of the dungeon. Uh, which is located up. in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yes. Thank you very I heard from one dude who was in Winnipeg, but he was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he made it far. <laughs> Not at all. They call him a guitarist now. I got one. How about talk about the ladies for a second? I, I, I see your storms, you bunch of lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I raise you thunder. Oh! 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 Nice. 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 One of my favorite storms. Another shooting the ish alum. Um, And if we're going to go down that route, there's also a Jushin Thunder Liger that deserves credit. Oh, my goodness. Nice, nice, nice. Nice. You got, Vic. I, I got... Well, I got the right answer. Um, <laughs> so, let me tell you all why you're all wrong. Um, first of all, can y'all all take like one, move a little bit, just take, take one step back. Because <clears throat> there's a hurricane coming through. Hurricane is the fucking thing. He took down he took down the Scorpion King. Took so you said the hurricane. The I think I think the hurricanes, you know, the champions. Do you guys see the hurricanes when you were kids? Yeah, I don't know if it got over there. I don't know how big soccer was. Oh, you know, the hurricanes. Nah, like there was a football team. It was like a whole thing, like a soccer team. Maybe it was British. But basically, they were a team that were like made of like people from all over the world, kind of like Captain Planet, but a football team. And like oh, the Indian kid didn't have any shoes, so he used to play barefoot. Like they didn't buy shoes for him. But yeah, every time they over it. Damn, the Indian kid. He, he had to pull the, the Samoan style get up. <laughs> He's Matt Riddle. His feet, his feet get cold. That's what it is. His feet get cold. <laughs> his feet get cold. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man. Let's move on to some fun stuff, gentlemen. Fun, fun stuff. We all remember that the lights went out this week, right? Pretty chubby. It was hard times. How many hours? Five. Oh God. Um but there was some positive times that there were lights were off. Um let's go back in time or not too bad not too far back, maybe some recent moments if you can recall some. Times where we wish we had the the blackout in the middle of the ring. I'm sorry, opposite of that. Uh, times where the lights appeared, the lights turned off, and we turned it on. The best memories when the lights turned off. Is what I best mean. blackout moments. Best blackout. Best blackout moments. 
Yo, I was in the telly. Yo, they turned on And that's how you became a father, huh? (laughs) Shout out to the bucket. Shout out out to Mrs. Bucket in the corner. Yeah. Yo, hook me up with a little bucket when they come around, all right? I heard you could only fill a little bucket, bitch. <laughs> Shout out to little buckets. <laughs> the sand castles everywhere. We, su- we salute we you. <laughs> little buckets. <laughs> little buckets be coming soon. Hey. Little buckets handle with care. <laughs> handle with care. <laughs> Get your yeah. merch coming soon. <laughs> yeah. We got put that one on protease. Yeah. <laughs> so getting back to these moments, man. The, the, the best blackout moment that you can recall. Um, there's a lot of superstars that can obviously um, co- coincide with this, this topic here. We got guys like Kane, Undertaker, Bray Wyatt, those kind of names. Um... God, there's just so many. I guess shoot, shoot, shoot me out what you can think of. I'm gonna start it off. Let me, let me go with, um, let me go with the debut of the Fiend. Let's keep it recent. The Fiend's okay. debut. Nobody had seen him until at this point, but um, once we finally got that debut at SummerSlam, everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it was a balance. It was gonna be wacky. It was gonna be cool. He knocked that. Hit a home run with that one. That was a hell of a moment with the lights coming on back on. Was it against uh, Finn? Finn Balor, uh, right? Yeah, Finn Balor. That was the Finn Balor match. Demon versus um, no, not Demon, just regular Finn Balor. Was it just a white? Finn. It was. It was it's like Finn, Finn Balor all in white and stuff, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the sacrifice. Yes. Like the sacrifice. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was Relax. badass. Yeah. Anybody else? Um. How the brood bloodbath? God. Yes, yes. So every time Top the lights were on, and it was a bloody mess. Yo, I just see the rollerball in a blood <sighs> pool. Oh, man, they always catch the women in the dresses too. Sometimes. Hey. That, was my <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough time. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Man, <laughs> out there, that's the wrong blood bag. <laughs> Uh, Gangrel fanging and banging 24-7. He don't <laughs> care, man. Like, banging like, and banging. He don't care, man. <laughs> yeah, at that, that point, he was smashing that, Luna. Talk about extreme. Or was Luna bashing him? Hey. Depends on the Luna cycle. Hey. Hey. That's believable at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Depends if it's a blood moon or not. But uh, I... <laughs> 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 ah, shit, I love coming on this show. No, like, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> uh, uh, blackout moments. I'm just trying to think of other people. Like, like I was thinking for some reason about, um, like, when... Uh, oh, shit, what was his name? Uh, Chris Canyon turned up out of the box to sing... Um, 
you know, I would take her. Just think, do you really want to hurt me? The culture club song. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, that was a rib on him and it was really fucked. But other than, like, Spanky turning up naked and running around the ring one time <laughs> with Brian Kendrick, <laughs> as I could... <laughs> I'm sure he was naked. I'm sure he was streaking on SmackDown. I'm sure I saw that. I'm sure I saw his penis. Like, but um, it was blurred. Network TV. So, like, but yeah, I just remember that. That was black. I blacked out in that moment. Oh man. You were the one that blacked out. Yo, Vic, you remember it's a final battle. So, oh. final battle. Uh, I believe. Let me do some quick research here. 2016. Final battle. Broken Man Hardy. The lights come off him. I think the, the Bucks just finished their match. Broken Man Hardy comes out, challenges them to a ladder match for um what was that? What was that pay-per-view called? Um oh, the one before Mania. Mania. For, yeah, for for Mania in uh, Florida. War of the Worlds. Was it War of the Worlds? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, Super Card of Honor. Super Card of Yeah, Super yeah, Card yeah, of yeah. Honor. Hell of a ladder match, first of all, but just the excitement in that in that hall, in the Hammerstein Ballroom, all those fans wilding out to see Broken Man Hardy come out. We thought he was going to be there at the arena, but hey, just the presence alone was going crazy. And then, you know, other people were there too. I'm not gonna, but we'll get there, I guess. Actually, I just thought of two awesome more blackout moments. So one of them is... Eric Angle replacing Kurt Angle in his random matches. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Because that was always awesome. Um, and then Jericho turning up in New Japan to beat the shit out of, was it Sonada? The Sonada one? Because I think that one wasn't expected. All the other ones were a bit like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turned up and he just beat the shit out of him. Blackout. And he just turns up every single time. Nice. Um, and then, yeah. Obviously, I'm thinking to go for this one, the all-in one, because that one, fuck me. Like, I was, that's the show that I got my brother to start watching, like, wrestling kind of again, because I was like, mate, you need to watch this with me. So he's like, is that Chris, is that fucking, what's Chris Jericho doing here? And I was like, exactly. And then we watched the Penis Druids match. So, you know, everything was great. (laughs) (laughs) What a night, baby. (laughs) <laughs> what a night. I got my brother back into wrestling by showing him that and a penis druid. Like, and he was like, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm ready That's to watch again. <laughs> productivity right there. <laughs> so Listen. I'll take it I'll take it back three years ago to uh, May 2017 to the War of the Worlds, where we were introduced to the newest member of the Bullet Club, the villain, Marty Skrull, replacing Adam Cole. Oh man! What every hero man. needs a villain, right? I guess so. I guess so. He's not the one, of, not the most popular of names these days. But yes, shout out to Marty Scott. Unfortunately, um, I raise you Adam Cole's Bullet Club debut, which was also epic. When the lights come off, nobody really, you know, I, they called it, you know, the, the smart marks, you know, we knew, but the fucking excitement was just. Fucking there, every oh, and it's like what? you said, man. You got you, you got him to, to watch it. <laughs> you got him to watch wrestling again, but it's moments like that that hooks people, man. Mister, tell me about this terrible moment you're about to ruin right what? now. Dude. It was only one moment, dog. Oh no. First of all, the best to ever do was take in all its many iterations. Right. Now tell me who will who who do you have to describe a moment? That will bite off and rip off takers. Let me see. A moment that was better. All right? The innovator. <laughs> all right? 
the innovator of what? Is it a Wait. violent? Mordecai. <laughs> wow. Shout out to uh, Kevin uh, Thorne. Remember when Dustin Rhodes was seven or some shit? <laughs> Hit that shit. Oh that one. my god. Set, oh. Oh wait, seven, you can lay TNA. Dark seven. Black Rain. Oh, oh no, seven. I think you'd have a Black Rain. Yeah, no, seven. Gold Dust. Gold, gold Dust was like, I ran out of gold dust. So now I got white shit. He <laughs> came out with white shit. It was white dog shit. <laughs> Apparently, that I didn't appreciate it too much. It, it didn't sting! It god damn it, it was Sting! Sting! <laughs> Playing on the yeah. fucking light work ever. Him Which one? Which NWO. one? Every hero needs a villain, but sometimes a villain needs a hero. And Sting was the hero to the NWO's villainy. And he fucking. He... That was my favorite. And you know what? He did it again when he came to the WWE for his ill fated run to get destroyed by Triple H and um, the Turnbuckle. <laughs> remember the guys he fought for like uh for a couple of years against they came out to save him and then they didn't do nothing oh yeah yeah because uh, that made so much sense so much. Well, they, 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 they couldn't let hogan come in they could hogan would have broken it hogan would have broken a hip nash would have broken his uh broken a quad and Scott will probably broken a bottle over someone's head. So, like, it's probably not a good idea to get those three guys in at that point. Like, shit. The only one that can still move and shit. <laughs> yeah. And Nash is like, I ain't doing <laughs> shit, mate. Imagine talking to him down the ramp. Fuck it. I'm not doing shit. Um, for every moment that we memorized and we cherished and we praised, um, there was a moment that we didn't. There was a moment that we wished the lights actually did black out. And unfortunately, they didn't. Um, I, for one, want to start this round off and say, where was the blackout um, when Mae Young was in the ring at the Royal Rumble? Um, and, uh, and, yeah, you missed your cue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we were all thinking about Mae Young's tits for a second. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what was <laughs> I wanted to set the. I wanted to make sure the bar was this low to see how how bad we can get here. So let, let, no, let's. That show, that show, that particular Royal Rumble is the reason why the WWE got fucked in the UK because they showed Mae Young's tits and kids were watching. Yeah, like they made a big deal about this. It was in the middle it's of the night. So they censored. They censored it though, but we didn't get the proper censoring. So there's a there's a point here. Like I recorded it, watched the next day. They put this big black X on it, which I'm guessing was on the network. But there's a point where she's just running around, and I was like, "What is going on? What is happening?" I was like, "Why?" And the worst part about that was I was quite a red red blooded young boy, and so the rest of it I was quite I was quite down for. And I got to meet young, and I was like, "Ruined, ruined." <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing, good, nothing better than a classic. How about when Mark Henry became a lucky father himself? <laughs> oh my God! Yes, she does it again. Out a moment. That was a moment they should have blacked out, and then they should have blacked out 
when he came back fucking 15 years later as a fucking adult head. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes. Oh, you know what? We always bitch about continuity in the WWE and long-term story booking, and they've been booking that shit 15 years. Man. Yeah, they continuously book Mark Henry like shit. <laughs> That's what they did his whole fucking career. God damn it. Yo, the Salmon jacket, like, he should have had a fucking run with that jacket. Bro. He should have fucking had a title that. run. Speaking of blackout... Uh, pretty chubby, no yeah. longer blacked out. <laughs> Thank uh, God. Um, yeah, but yeah, we're out. Welcome back. We're on the topic of blackouts. When should we have had a blackout Oof. in the WWE or in any pro wrestling moment? Uh, it's my turn now, though. And as uh, a year has passed since my surgery and my ankle <laughs> that mischief has ruined. Um. This so-called champion that can't keep a fucking worker safe. Piece of shit. Um, but anyway. Um, how how I did wanna... the guy that took the bulldog, who was given the bulldog, end up injured? I hey, hey he didn't keep me safe. He didn't keep me safe. It, it, it's, a it's, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way sheet. How did he How did he psychosate himself? It's not like he I jumped off the no top ladder. rope. It's not like I jumped off the top rope and elbowed my own ankle. All right. You're supposed to listen to the agents before you go out there. pay-per-view. <laughs> the rest is on you. Shout out to Psycho Sid, my moment. You should have had a black. I think that was your agent for the match. <laughs> He's like, go out there and break a leg, kid. And that's exactly what I fucking did. <laughs> To the fucking team, and you know when I fucking say to do some shit, I'm gonna break do it. a leg. Look so at me, look at me, bro. I, I follow directions. I so Vic, Vic does this fucking bulldog off the wall of over a table to me. I he fucking breaks his leg, stands up. There's a kid wilding out. He <laughs> was rude. Like he got work, son. That kid got work. He got work. This shit was beautiful, son. I laid in the grass like I got fucking dick. I was out. This motherfucker <laughs> was here with a broken leg. He popped up and he was like, don't worry about it. Everything's cool. Because he fucking bulldogged me. And then he has like a little bitch. Dead ass. But dead ass. I went over to mischief. We, we, we ran over to mischief to make sure he Yo, was okay. Cause I, I thought he... Because I sold, baby. Yo, that shit looks... Yo, for real. <laughs> and then as the crowd dissipated, we turned around to find the villain laid out on the floor. Yo, then I look Meanwhile, at Big. I'm like this. I'm then like I look this. at Big. Big's like my ankles like this. Big's like I can't feel my dick and I broke my leg. <laughs> and I'm like Big, just get up and tie your shoe, tie your sneaker tighter. Man up, get up. And he's like, but I can't feel my leg. I'm like, man, the fuck up and retie your sneaker. That shit looked like black licorice, yo. That shit looked like... It was, it was I was like, yo, yeah, man, tank, maybe man. the hospital's a good idea, yo. Just check it out. I actually wanted to take the show, um, but we had to go to the hospital. Um, but shout out to Synergy, baby. Doing big things. The GSI was a big success this year. The, the winner of that year's GSI just got signed by the E. Ooh. Shout out to Anthony Green. Shout out to Anthony Green. Okay. Shout out to Anthony Green. Man. 
I mean, I'm assuming what is he gonna go into the performance center now with everybody? I, I guess so. We're gonna I see him in the crowd soon. See him uh, in the crowd, some raw shows and shit. I bet I'll take that, man. Uh, former GSI winner. Guys, um, it's about that time. Uh, we have some heels, some pops, and some chair shots to count for. Um, mischief, since you're back, why don't you lead us this week? Heels. Damn. Heel. He a little weak. Uh, the running joke is that I picked Chris Jericho. And you know what? It's no fucking difference. Right? <laughs> Chris Jericho is tremendous. Week in and week out. I, first of all, this debate I thought was going to be fucking disaster. I was like, this is so corny. <laughs> AEW is gonna put something out that's gonna be so whack. Like, cause I'm just, like, I'm just thinking about how WWE would have executed this, right? Like, what is that gonna look like? I, I didn't like, think it was gonna be bad. Just the fact that MJF already did it, though, something like it. I thought it was gonna be redundant. So now that you said MJF, he's also up there, cause that fucking promo that he dropped this week. Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Diego. <laughs> this debate with Orange Cassidy was brilliant. And it shows you if you're a good worker, even verbally, you don't have to do it. Right? Orange Cassidy had one speech and then a final, like, cut. Right? Like, he had, like, a final cut where, like, he really wrapped you in and he was like, yo, you wanted to make me look stupid. Like, you, he looked, the, the elephant in the room, right? Which is what this whole thing was, right? And if you keep kayfabe and shit, like, you're trying to embarrass me, blah, 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 but I'm going to care this time. And, like, there was, because he doesn't talk, he showed this passion and drive and all, and he was able to tell a story. And that was done, in my opinion, it had a lot to do with what Jericho did, right? His reaction, his uh, his attitude about the whole thing, like how he had it in the bag, and his own uh, shit that he said to Orange Cassidy was fucking quite hilarious itself. So, but the way he put over Orange Cassidy in doing those things, right? He's like shitting on him, shitting on him, shitting on him. The first time Orange Cassidy opened his mouth, he's like, "What? Like, yo, what the fuck?" Like, it was just brilliant. Jericho is the heel of the week. God damn it, he's up to the close second. But that, that's who I got. And I got another inner circle to throw out there, but I'll let you guys go. All right, all right. Val, who do you hate this week? It's not who I hate this week, but I think it's who wrestling to hate this week. So fuck it. I'm going to talk about it real brief. This is Brandy Rhodes. She is my heel of the week because for various reasons, most of those reasons being hilarious linguistic reasons, but because of AEW heels... Which let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. About let's very quickly events. talk about it because obviously I've just come off Twitter, like for you guys in this, ironically, in this safe space here to speak about something which is going on. Um, it's fucked what happened without going into it in depth because there's no use going into it too deep. Is that Brandy Rhodes started? Uh, yeah, it's what she said. So we talked about this just beforehand, and I'm going to read the the one the, the the message she put out in reply to a, a fan that was asking her about the women's rest of what women's wrestling in AEW, and she said this i'm going to read the tweet because she put it out there 
oh for love and lemons my head is aching this is not about women's wrestling it's about community for the fans now stop droning on and on and on like that little dog barking next door in the dog day heat context is key reading is comprehension and i dot 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 am bored cheeky face emoji now you're supposed to be number one like someone that is leading the charge for women's wrestling within AEW, leading a charge for empowering women and bettering them, and you're dragging someone down that is one of your consumers. That's shitty. That is just shitty behavior from anyone, let alone someone that's the executive, a high-ranking executive of that company. Now, she has since, like literally before we went on air, she has deleted her Twitter which is also a very shitty thing to do because that shows that you're not taking responsibility for the words that you've put out there. If you're going to say it, stand by it. If you're not going to stand by it, apologize. But don't just run the fuck away because the point is, is this would have been a moment, trial by fire, for her to show people that she is a strong leader. And I don't have any doubt that she is, isn't, sorry, and that she is a strong leader and that she's done good things but there's a lot of stuff around this which has made people just on Twitter just go for her. And she's left Twitter now. There's nobody that should be celebrating that, like, because it's a shitty thing anyway. Someone else has been run off Twitter. Danhausen has just been run off Twitter for not similar, but for directed hate about him asking for money for some surgeries and for asking money for merch because apparently that's shitty. Um, even though he's one of the most entertaining wrestlers out there. So my heel of the week will go to her, but with the caveat that this is all still developing and it's not for us to sit here and go like, she was shitty, but she did a shitty thing. And she did a shitty thing to people that really look up to her. And there's a lot of people out there that still take a lot of inspiration, men and women, from the journey that she's gone through, through the struggles that she's actually had to go through but monetizing those struggles and using them as a tool to garner sympathy, attention, or potentially build a brand, I feels a little bit shitty. So she's my hero of the week. Bars on that, man. It's a crazy situation as well as gonna develop, I hope, and I guess it will we'll find out the true uh, results of what's gonna happen with that. Uh, uh, Anybody else standing out? Uh, there's so I, many. I, there's a lot this week. Um, <laughs> so many. Now, now are we talking a storyline, or or can we take it outside the realm of? Uh, you could take it wherever you want, man. Anywhere you want. You know where I'm gonna take it? I'm gonna take it to um, NXT. Um, remember when Adam Cole used to main event? Oh my god. <laughs> Me either. Fuck you, Pat McAfee. Remember that time he got beat up by the guy from special <laughs> and teams? You're fucking all of a sudden push that you're gonna get now because Adam Cole's done doing everything in NXT and now you deserve to fucking Oh shit, this isn't chair shot of the week? My bad. My bad. This... I thought it was a chair shot of the week. Nah, uh Pat McAfee did a great job being a heel this week on NXT. Kicks Adam Cole. They sold it perfectly. I think um I like the fact oh, 
let's be honest here. Pat McAfee won awards, a, a, a career in the in the in the in this fake sport of football, where the only man on the field that didn't get tackled, and he won awards for that. He was the best man on the field that never got tackled. We got it. We get it. Great. Good. Um, so I see why when he punts you, you you sell and you just stay out cold and you act like you know. Man, shut the fuck up, bitch. That shit was interesting as hell, yo. I want to see Pat McAfee put that little motherfucker. Does it have yo, to come at like, Adam Cole's expense? Yes. Yeah, like Mischief just called him like a million, George Bush. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, is he like the George Bush of the NFL? Like he was supposed to be playing and he never did, and he made some bullshit excuse to not be there. Like I don't understand. I, I didn't know that shit. Like you're telling me this is brand new information to me. I didn't know that he was a bullshit artist as well as a pretend football player. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a t- talented individual. I tell you. Multitask, multi-talented. He's got a podcast as well over here. Like, but yeah, now nah, you know what? Yeah, that shit. I gotta, I gotta agree with Mischief, man. That shit was, you know, is interesting. Is we know it's a work, yeah. We know it's all bullshit, but it's like the lens the WWE is going to. It's like let's find some stars. Where the fuck's Gronk? Gronk ain't here. You know, that Gronk, guy. Let's get him in. Let's get him and do some shit. Like. <laughs> so now, with all that being said, like we know this shit is like whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. Like I, I think this is pretty good. I, I thought what they did on his show was really good. It was really passionate. It, it played well. Everyone fucking thought it was real. You won. That's, that's a win. Right. And now we have the storyline playing out. I think this is interesting because Pat McAfee is is good at like he's good at what he's doing. Very very well at getting people to hate him. Get the heat draw yeah. on him is, is very easy for him. And but do you guys do you guys think this was a shoot turned into a work? No. Or has no, it always no. been a work? This so this was a work from the beginning. From the beginning? The work from yeah. The they've been on watch alongs together, right? Like those those pay per view watch along bullshits. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of like had exchanges. Like I feel like this has been like played. Like you know, building I mean? up. It's a work. Yeah. You know what? Is it a work? Another heel of the week that I'm gonna throw out there. Brian Cage. Ah. No, I'm gonna throw Brian Cage ah. out as a heel of the week what? contender on a week where he wasn't even on TV. Right? Was he on TV? <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, um, played by Julian, right? Fucking all ego, Ethan Page, played by Julian. Um, Post up that fans are sending his grandma letters and, and auto, like shit to get autographed, fan mail, like, yeah, mm-hmm. and like he grandma? just posted on Twitter and he's like, yeah, it's his grandma's house, dog. Like that shit is mad uncomfortable. He's like, yo, she has nothing to do with what I do, like. <laughs> this is, like, fucked up. Like, don't he is not my stuff. manager. <laughs> <laughs> she does not walk right? me to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian Pillman has something to say about it, right? Uh, uh, he, Brian uh, Pillman Jr. Let's 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 clarify. I mean, Brian Pillman Sr. is you know he doesn't have a Twitter account, so you sure. <laughs> So, that that dude's a fucking loose cannon. You don't know, man. <laughs> I still think the death is a work. He could have a mi gente. He could have a mi gente page. Wow. I believe that shit. Shout out to local hookups. 
Depends which way you swipe. No, loco, loco. Yes, it does, right? Brian Cage. So this story has nothing to do with Brian Cage. So Brian Pillman Jr. decides to write back to to Ethan Page, and he's just like, oh, blah blah blah. Some motherfucker told me once upon a time that like you should be worried basically when people stop sending you fan mail. Right, and Ethan Page is like, to my motherfucking grandma's house, you fucking weirdo. He's like, you, you don't, you, oh, he, he goes, he's a little more detailed. He says, you don't worry about other people's belongings in the locker room. You don't How are you gonna, you don't respect, yeah, you don't, you don't respect other people's belongings. How are you gonna respect my, 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 my family members, right? I think something well, like I, that. Yeah, the safety, yeah, some bullshit like that. So they're arguing over energy. So what about Cage said? Well, Hillman <laughs> is like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take your energy drink, and you know, my bad. I'm fucking, I don't want to ruin my prospects with anybody, so I'm just being really PC. I'm sorry, right? Because Brian Pillman Jr., although he's always been pretty positive on the internet, just seemed very bubbly throughout this entire exchange, which I I didn't find believable. Anyway, as they're doing this exchange, fucking Brian Cage responds on Twitter, Ha ha ha, the fucking energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that energy drink. He's throwing gas. He's throwing gas. I'm just going to pour this here. Wait, but this is like the most character work he's done <laughs> since he's debuted for AEW. Damn. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, but didn't didn't you didn't you love yeah when Taz was out there the other week and you got Taz and he's standing in front of Brian Cage and Ricky Starks he was like get the fuck in front of me get the fuck in front of me people don't like yeah. this shit and I was yeah, like yeah. I loved that so yeah. much. He must <laughs> you have, couldn't he must... see Taz because he's behind Brian Cage who's like the size of five men like five. This was, this was Taz behind them. Hey Brian Cage. FTW FTW. Fuck him up! Fuck him up! That FTW bullshit is a chair shot. Fuck you! Fuck that. Oh man. Uh, um, I got one, I, one more, yo. Alright. Santana Ortiz, bam. There you go. How about Santana that? Ortiz. I thought nah. they did a really good job character-wise. You know, wrecking the van and um, they, visually they did a good job. Um. I don't know, like the way the camera was posed, like their their destruction of the vehicle, like looked like it was a lot. They busted a couple windows, like they were fucking whatever, and then they spray painted. That's how you make it look like. And they stole the tires. Don't forget about the tires. They stole the tires. Shit, shit, on breeze blood. They fucking stole the tires. It ain't it ain't a W if you don't get the tires, man. You gotta get the tires. But particularly when Ortiz threw the sledgehammer, I thought that that shit was smooth as hell. Oh, that was beautiful. I was like, yeah, that's badass. Yo, they made that shit look badass as hell. Okay. Speaking of badass, um, my pop of the week. Uh, Foul, you saw Raw. You saw it. Some more Joe. Yo. Oh, shit. Got up and repped for his team and got in Seth Rollins' face and punked him. He said, hey, you're not getting Todd Phillips. Not, not without going through me first. That shit I popped for oh. that shit. That was cool. You know, you know, I popped for the was one line when he said like he goes, 
you don't have to worry about Todd laughing because I was laughing the loudest, yeah. the loudest oh. you ever done seen at this table. So if you got anyone, you got a plan. I was like, that is like a baller move. That that's a power oh. move. That's like you don't worry about him. Yeah, I'll fuck you up right now. <laughs> got no <laughs> excuse. And I was like, and he's getting ready. Like, like, we've got to ad break. And he's getting ready. Like he's gonna go fucking go. Like he's gonna go show Vince that he could do both things. <laughs> well, that's what it was, right? Like the most believable promo came from the announcer. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, best promo on Raw. <laughs> oh God, uh, definitely Samoa Joe. Um, also, um, Eric Bischoff made a return to wrestling. If anybody didn't notice, the bitch uh, is but, back. The, well, really, made <laughs> back. The pop was that. I think it was Shivani. As soon as he comes out, he goes, "Hey, the bitch is back." <laughs> <laughs> it, just it, but it was great to have Eric Bischoff back, um, especially on TNT television after 20 years, man. Uh, took me back a bit. What about when Jericho was like, he was mad at Bischoff and he goes, and that's why I haven't talked to you in 20 years. And Eric Bischoff goes, 24 years. <laughs> it's like 24 years. I know how exactly yeah. how you feel. That was funny. <laughs> I popped for that. That shit was my pop of the week. That shit was funny. That shit was funny. Um, chair shots, guys. Ay, Dios mío. Who's getting that chair shot? Like, Spears gave to Cody. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, like, a lot of people, like, it was good, but Matt Cordon, Zach Ryder's debut, like, <laughs> Because I can't pronounce his surname. I'm really sorry. I don't know if it's Carbonara or like, I'm going to get it wrong, whatever happens. And like, I no disrespect to him because I've got a fucked up real name. But like, he's never going to be able to pronounce it right. So that's fine. But like, I, I just, I can't. And like, he came out. It all just seemed a bit weird. Like, he looked great. He looked fucking ripped. Yeah. He looked like fantastic. Like, that dude, like, you know, looked amazing. But. It just felt a bit weird. Like, like the the match was really good from the Dark Order side. The Dark Order did fantastically. Reynolds and Silver was so good. But yeah, he needs a bit of work, maybe. I don't know. There was just something felt off about him. Get rid of that finish. I don't want to see the leg lariat anymore. Yeah, I don't need anything that ties you back to that character that you yourself feel is not worthy of your time or not the not, name not... is radio silence for it now right it wasn't that like the name of his theme song or something back in the day it oh, had something to do with radio, radio. Yeah. on so radio like, yeah i'm trying to learn it for a potential upcoming anyway yeah like it's uh <laughs> see no but you know what's way weird about it is he's like a really good wrestler and he's a really good character worker as well and they just gave him nothing to work with he comes out, oh, actually, no, that's a lie. They gave him a shitload of pyro, like a shitload of pyro. Man came out and he saw more pyro in the space of 30 seconds than he's seen in three years in the WWE. You yeah, can see it. He thought it was Dallas all over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he comes out, like it's not main event. That's fucking WrestleMania oh. to him, shit. Man. Like, Thanks. Thanks. Oh, you know, gentlemen, chair shot. That uh, didn't know where the fuck they were, if it was in Dallas or somewhere else. Motherfucking Sammy Guevara hitting Matt Hardy in the face with that. Yo, chair. Jesus. Jesus. That, that was literally a bad. fucking chair shot heard around the world. 
Damn. This. At first, everyone swore that they saw the tube, that fucking, uh, like a blood tube, like fake blood or whatever. But yo, this motherfucker got a hole across his forehead. He had a slash, yeah. It was like yeah. a slash. That was the piece of skin that flew, not no tube. <laughs> Yo, I, was like, I was like, he bladed hard, man. I was like, he bladed hard. He went deep there. And it's only afterwards that people are like, nah. I was like, oh, shit, man. Yeah, like, what the fuck was up? Yo, I'm a... Hot, boy. Yo, fucking Sandy Guevara launched it. I'm going to give you my chair shot of the week. Fuck you, mischief. <laughs> my chair shot of the week goes to the ending of that Baszler and Bailey match. When Oscar came out and attacked Bailey. No. It was Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks, and Oscar comes out and attacks Bailey, and it ends in a no contest. What's up with that? Uh, I just think maybe they didn't want to. F- um, you don't want to devalue Shayna Baszler's name with a finish, with an actual finish, and you can't you can't have Baszler go over on Sasha right away. Sasha just won those straps, and they're they're literally working with Sasha, so you got to keep both of them up. And I said that's the cheap way. That they well, do it. Well, why don't you just have Oscar attack Banks, or find um, a way to like to get the who, she attacked she attacked Bailey, right? She attacked Bailey, and yeah, Bailey wasn't even outside. in the match. Yeah, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And I they think they're the bell. all. I think they're all doing the Will Smith thing and doing this whole entanglement thing with the oh, storyline. Why? Because so, it's because we're in August. Yeah, it's in August, so oh, it, I, it makes sh- sense. So. <laughs> It's just a, a, a clusterfuck of shit. But before... This guy brought Will Smith into the podcast. All, listen, all I know is that I, I have no time for it. In fact, there's not much time at all. But before we go away, Foul, um, you've been working on some stuff, man. I know you got your handles. You want to get off to the people. Um, do me a favor. You've been, you've been talking... You've been busy yourself with um, Unplugged and stuff like that. Why don't you talk to us about that for a little bit? Plug that for us. And give Bloody us your hand. Yeah, man. Talk to us. Now, thanks, guys. Like, so, so over the past few months, so very briefly, in January, Fal quit his job, and then in February, the world decided to end, and Not then I was, yeah. So that is this year. So I quit my job. I was like, fuck that shit. I didn't get the promotion, and I was out. So then I was fending for myself during this time in the wilderness. I've gone and done other loads of really weird, random shit. Um, uh, I started singing. I did video, so the first I did some video edits. You can go check them out on my Patreon. Um, random video edits of stuff which you guys are liking. Everyone seems to like them, but you know, just like Jericho, which now is a segue in. Just like Jericho, I'm a man of many talents, and I was been doing some singing and stuff recently, and playing some guitar. I did a version of Jer- uh, Judas by Fozzy, just a really, really slight version, and Jericho seemed to like it. He retweeted it out, called me a 70s singer-songwriter, so I decided for the next five days I was going to record an EP. So every single day (laughs) I put out, and I was like, fuck it. So every single day I put out a different acoustic version of a wrestler's theme tune. got five tracks done. Every single morning I woke up and recorded them, put them out on Twitter. They have now been bundled into um, re- um, Foul Unplugged Wrestling with Coffee Volume One, which will be available <laughs> in uh, which will be available with six track EP. Um, it's going to be available on Spotify, all the different places. So wherever you guys get your digital downloads and stuff and streaming nice. services, be available on there. Hopefully, 
in the next few days. Um, it'll be on Spotify and stuff first. Um, but if you want to get a copy now, you can go to my Patreon, $1 tiers, patreon.com slash Original. Go check that out. And I've got like some extra artwork and stuff for the Patreons, which I did um, because I was like doing it. And you get like a nice little MP3 package zip file that I've produced. Um, and then... And then not just that, because obviously that would just be me being not greedy with trying to take everything. So also I'm doing <laughs> video edits um, for, and they are coming soon. Uh, so there's video edits for an, uh, a series I was doing about aces and eights. Um, so it's the history of aces and eights starting from the beginning. I've, they're going to be split up into month by month. So the first two months are out um, and it's going all the way back to the beginning of the aces and eights and taking us all the way to the future episodes are about three well about six or seven minutes quite digestible um and yeah if you want to support go check out patreon and if you want to feed me then you can go to my paypal because i'm hungry but i'm back in a job soon and um yeah i it's been a really really weird few months i mean this past month um especially like and i wanted to say this especially all the love i've just generally got from the wrestling community i put a message out when it was my birthday and like a lot of people that I didn't expect to wish me happy birthday, um, they did. And when I say, like, I didn't expect, like, shout out to Sean Rossap, who didn't have to, and he did, and that was really nice of him. Um, Virtual Basement, who fucking shouted me out on my birthday. WrestleMania did it as well, because he's a really nice person. And, like, Fact 5 from YouTube. All these people that I've kind of spoken to before and, like, haven't had a chance to zip back to. Um, and that was really nice. And then, obviously, when I said I got the job, everyone went what job i think they all expected i was getting a wrestling based job and they were all very disappointed but uh, <laughs> like, uh but but no it's been um it's been really really cool and i like this last this next month so obviously now in august i start my new job in september 7th um luckily it's working remotely so i don't have to get off my fat ass it can continue oh, to expand nice. um and i can continue to do this stuff um like because obviously i might not be able to do the late nights but i will try um but you can go and check that stuff out at fileoriginal.com uh, not my job because i won't put that out that's insane uh it's very late <laughs> here in the uk fileoriginal.com <laughs> and you can also go to fal underscore original on twitter um if you go to my instagram um i've got like all songs and random video edits on there and stuff as well but um but yeah i'm it's it's interesting like the stuff that i've been able to do over the past just three months like i would say um have blown me away like some of the interactions i've had with wrestlers the the major thing has been that like i didn't really ever have any kind of confidence with my singing or music like whatsoever you have to understand this like so any kind of praise that i was getting i did not believe it it took a fucking Chris Jericho to say, ah, this is all right. And then for his guitarist, Rich Ward, to compliment me on it as well and say, thank you for covering our song, which has given me the confidence to then spend the next five days and go, fuck it, I'm just going to put this stuff out. I don't care. Um, the, I guess the single from the album would be my version of Metalingus, which everyone, I'm guessing, became okay. very moist after listening to. Um, <laughs> like, uh, exactly. Yeah, you, I love most, but, um, like, uh, but, but I think that was one of the songs and that was 
um that was actually kind of because last year actually earlier on this year this year has been fucking long earlier on this year i retweeted out the gospel singer from uh revolution you know that gospel singer i can't remember her name now but i retweeted that and jericho saw my tweet and the next song she was going to do was metalingus and i've always wanted to do it and i thought well if i'm going to do something i'm going to go out that was supposed to be the last day i was like fuck it i'm going to do this it's going to be the kind of song which people are going to like or they're not going to like, or they're going to laugh, because I get a lot of laughter normally. Uh-huh. So I was like, they're going to laugh. And there was not laughter, there was gasps. Oh, shit, there was gasps. I was surprised. I was shocked. I put my cat eyes in and everything, and there was gasps. So, like, um, so yeah, I wanted to say thank you to everyone for that, because that this particular month, that happened in the middle of the month, mm-hmm. it really pushed me to, number one, want to do more, and number two, um, kind of, like, remember where I came from, because I haven't gone anywhere. It's like, I haven't ascended up into anything. I'm still the same fucking idiot foul, yeah? Uh, and the <laughs> point is, is, I wanted people to know that. And I wanted to be able to speak to people because it's, it's, it's come with a kind of... Uh-huh. People thought I went up my own ass or something. And I'm like, no, I'm still the same dickhead. I'm still up my own ass here. But this time, Jericho says it's okay. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so that's fine, I guess. Um, but no, like it's 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 been really it's really weird, and I now I'm starting to do more music, so I'm gonna put another album out real soon, real fucking soon. Just waiting for this one to go through, um, oh, and cool. that will be that will be covers of songs from like my. See, actually, you guys are getting the exclusive on this, I guess. There will be songs from Mar- that mean a lot to me. So, like, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Um, Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. Uh, what else is in there? There's a whole list of different songs. But those are the kind of songs that I want to bring. So it'll be another five or six track EP. I'm just waiting for this one to come through so I know how long it takes. Um, right. But, so yeah. You're busy, man. You you getting your work on and you're doing your thing, man. Keep, keep rocking. Um... Yo, it's a it's a pleasure to have you on, man. Appreciate the time. Yo, that man's doing it so damn late out there, man. Yo, for God real. God bless you, bro. Uh-huh. Well, Appreciate you guys. all the time. Thank you, guys. And that's uh-huh. all the time we got for you, because Pretty Chubby about to tell y'all what y'all can do to show the bad guys some love. Pretty Chubby, talk to him one minute. Check us out on Twitter, IG, Facebook, HPC Too Sweet. And uh, look us up on YouTube, Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. Give us that like, subscribe, and uh, drop a little comment. You know, give us give us a little five-star rating. Like I gave uh, Trent Trent's uh, mom, Sue's a little five. Ya tu sabes, van a entrar a con tortones ahí por ahí. Ten count to ten toes. Bye.